Hi. Hey, guys. Well, things have gone to shit again. <laughs> I feel like every year we have an episode where a star says, well, things have gone to shit. Yeah, I don't know what to think. I I have other reasons to think it's gone to shit, so. Uh. We'll discuss later, because we're going to get the fun stuff out of the way first, where we're not depressed. Um, So, as we said last week, we're doing Hall of Fame and WrestleMania fashion toot boot, whatever, fashion photo review, not copyrighted. Media shoot, who knows. Media shoot, <laughs> shoot, or... Uh, work or shoot, whatever we're going to call it. Oh. Anyway, so we sent each other about 47 outfits, but I feel like, again, as we I was telling her, I think we have doubles, but from different angles. But the, different angles is good. Yeah, it, it will be okay. I, have, I think we sent each other about four of Charlotte. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. It's good to see the angles though. It is. It is. Um, so let's uh let's start with our fashion work shoot photo review bullshit thing that we're doing. And we'll try to describe these outfits so that yeah. we're not just about outfits randomly. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Yes. Also, you can also Google it and just put in wrestler's name, Hall of Fame 2023, and it'll come up. Mm-hmm. So also these pictures have been everywhere. So it's not that hard to find them. Okay, so our first one is the one that we talked about last week. Charlotte and Andrade Aliglo. They're both a toot. It's a total toot. Also, Mm -hmm. her dad gets a boot for trying to match them but failing miserably. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, they're both wearing, like, these, like, bronzy colors and, like... Yes, and she's, like literally sparkling i think his suit is satin or silk mm-hmm. it's like, like a goldish bronzy color the bronzy silk and she's got bronze undertone for her sparkly dress um and then her dad his whole ass gets up there with a bronzy <laughs> like his suit has a bronzy color that matches charlotte's dress it was a little weird uh. um but anyway total toot for both of them they are a gorgeous couple mm-hmm. my god gorgeous she's taking another break so maybe they're actually gonna have babies this time um she's doing bodybuilding competition is what i heard so no baby well that's unless it happens unless it happens then Mm. you know those things happen they do uh the next one is a three for we have bailey eo and dakota i have three different opinions on these hold on are we in instagram are we in twitter where Uh, i'm on twitter Twitter. Okay, let me get there. Yes. Get Again, I think photos. we sent doubles on each one, too, so... Alright, so let me get back to there. Yeah, there I sent okay, a lot of doubles. Got it. Alright. Okay. Bailey is a boot. Uh, you know what? I like Bailey's only because I get the, the jacket. I get it because it's a Rey Mysterio jacket, and it kind of is a themed kind of thing. I mean, she's the best of the three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Out of the three, she is the best. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. I would wear the red dress. I think it's gorgeous. I see what she did with the jacket. I, I get that. Like, Bailey's, I can understand the the theme. Um, mm-hmm. EO? No. EO looks kind of like a grandma's couch. <laughs> but. It's like a tea room or something. But I like... love the shoes. Mm, I'm all about boot. those shoes. Boot. I like the shoes. 
It's like a pastel mix pattern. It looks like an old grandma's couch at a tea room shop. Yeah. But she's got some good shoes on. Yeah, they're all right. I like, I'd wear those shoes. And then Dakota is a total boot. Oh my God. I cannot find anything redeemable about the outfit. It looks like aluminum foil. It's, yeah. And the boots look like those boots that Latrice wore on Drag Race. <laughs> yes. And remember, she got red for those. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Dakota is a total boot. EO, I like the shoes. And Bailey, you're the best out of the two, three. She is, but still a boot. Okay. Our next one is Mr. and Mrs. Um, Alistair Malachi Black and Zelina Vega Black. <laughs> he is a toot and she is a boot. Yeah. He looks he looks good. I but don't know I, what that is she's wearing. I don't know either. The um I like the shoes. Yeah. But like I don't understand the lace um thigh the high. lace thigh high on one leg. <laughs> I I don't understand that. The um, lining of the skirt and that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, like I don't understand it. I'm not a fan. But Malachi Alistair Black, you get a toot because that is a nice suit. Mm-hmm. Nice suit. Um, our next one is the picture with the four. We're only gonna do two out of the four on here. Um, we have Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Toot. Both. Toot. They're out. Okay, but can we just talk about how three people had that suit jacket on? Do they? Three people did. It was uh, Sonia Deville, Montez Ford, and Byron all had that same jacket on. Well, I feel like Montez probably did it the best. Sonia's was not bad because her and her girlfriend had the matching look going. Oh, she, okay. Her girlfriend has a jumpsuit in that same sparkly uh, mm-hmm. material, but it was a jumpsuit. Oh, okay. I yeah. guess we'll get there. Okay. Yeah, we'll get there. But she looked, it looked good. Byron looked the worst. I but still, so. it wasn't. You know what? It was the best he's looked, though. <laughs> so, you know, good for him. Uh, total toot on both of them that it, it's just iconic. Um, mm-hmm. And our next one is Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes wore the same thing on SmackDown. Yeah. Boot. I'm going to go boot. I don't like her dress. I don't like Cody's socks either. Those socks. Uh, yeah. The socks are way out of place. The dress, you know what the dress reminds me of? Uh, Remember in like 2001 where like girls would have those um, halter tops where it has like the, the kind of like crushed beading Mm-hmm. And it would always fall off in the wash. That's what that looks like. It looks and cheap. It does look cheap. She it looks look like Fashion better. Nova. Looks like her Fashion legs, Nova. Her legs look nice, though. I like her shoes, and I like... She looks great, other than the dress. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody just looks ordinary. Cody looks the same as he usually does. Yeah. Um, now it is my best-dressed trio of the evening. We have Dominic Mysterio, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley, who is wearing... A dress, <laughs> which is totally different than Rhea Ripley not wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks I'm very gonna... feminine. Very, very. She feminine. does. She mm-hmm. looked okay when they pan that camera to her. She looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I that is my best dress trio of the evening. She's like she looks good. Uh, that's not a shoot, but it's close. I I'm going. She was. One of the best dress of the evening. Yeah. Uh, Dominic and Damian Priest obviously were all black. They look great, though. Mm-hmm. They look great. 
Not mad at it. Not mad at it? I think they should dress like that more often. Um, toots, toots across the board. Toots across the board for Judgment Day. Uh, Daddy Balor was not there, but I'm sure he would have looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With some purple accents, probably. Ooh, yeah. With that bandana in his pocket and a suit. Oh. <laughs> Daddy Balor, you robbed us, damn it. Um, next are my two bi- two of my biggest boots of the whole thing. Ooh, yeah. Trish Stratus and Lita. I like Trish's shoes. Yes. But everything else on that outfit. That's horrible. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. It's like one side is like a jacket like um like a blazer and the other side's like a crop top yeah no yeah no and the pants don't fit right if you look down by the shoes the pants aren't hemmed right Mm -mm. Mm -mm. it looks like she just kind of was like yeah this looks good and decided that was it um now this is my worst dress lita (laughs) what the fuck is that hot topic that's what that's that's not even hot topic that's like Claire's? I went to a fabric store and grabbed whatever they had on the clearance rack and decided it would be a dress. Yeah, no. It's awful. It's like polka dotty with like stripes Stripe on lining. the back. Yeah. yeah. I think the stripes is like a train almost. And combat boots. Yeah. And the neckline goes all the way up. She's like an old lady. They both look old in these pictures. They both look really But old. like, Lita isn't a good old. It's like I don't. She looks like a bag lady. Mm-hmm. She looks like a bag lady. Mm-mm. All right. Next is another older gal, but still gorgeous. Stacy Keebler. That's a toot. That's a toot. She looked incredible. Um, I think I aged more in the past <laughs> two weeks than she has in like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. And so she, she gets Botox. It's very light because her yes, is just fine. And we've who is her esthetician? <laughs> I want to know because she looks gorgeous. Uh-huh. She looks beautiful. Um, our next one is the McIntyres, Drew and his lovely wife, who always looks good, and they are both toots in my book. Her fit from his neck up, she looks great. I don't really like that dress. I'm the- gonna boot her from the neck down and then toot him. <laughs> I just think it's cute. Part of me wonders, is she prego? Yeah, that or is she just likes bloated. to eat. You know, mm-hmm. good for her either way. And that her hair is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre is always gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, our next one is Scarlet Bordeaux and Killer Cross. Wow. I mean, she's a shoot. She. I mean. Wow. <laughs> I saw that picture and I'm like, I'm never going to be beautiful ever in my life. Ever. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm always going to look like this fucking... You know, you know <laughs> the best part is when I saw her on the Hall of Fame, I was eating Cinnabread. Mm. So I felt even more disgusting about myself. Do you know what the older I get, what I get jealous of on women more than anything else? What? Jaw lines. Oh, Yeah. Like, no double chin, no turkey neck, no nothing. Just and like, she's, like, my age, so I have no excuse. Like, perfect. She's, she's not like, even that, that. Does she do that gua sha thing, like, ten times a day? I know. Like, like her jawline is, like, amazing. How? How? And then Killer Cross is giving Christian Grey vibes. Yeah. there. He's a, he is a toot. She's a shoot for me. Why are you tooting him? He looks good. 
I said he's a toot. He's oh. a toot. He's She's a shoot, though. That green oh, yeah. is really pretty. Her hair looks really pretty. Her makeup she looks, looks really perfect. Pretty. And then that second picture, she just looks like the adoring wife of her husband who never gets booked uh-huh. on anything. And look at that jawline. Oh, uh, she knew. She knew. She was like, mm, jawline. Mm-hmm. Let's show this off. All right. Another one of my some, my worst dressed, Dana Brooke. Yeah, it's a total boob. Her boobs don't look good in it. No, they look they, really. They look like they're sad. Okay, one, tape. okay. Can I just say this? The one on the right looks like it's in Wisconsin, and the one on the left looks like it's in Louisiana. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they don't if, look symmetrical. If it had been the color of the lower half, and it didn't have those cutouts, it would have mm. been better. But it's not it good. And her hair doesn't. Bad. I don't like her hair like that. Her hair is just like in a messy bun. Yeah, I don't like that. No it makes her me. head look bigger than her neck. Um, that's gross. Anyway, um, we have Samantha Irving, who is the announcer of SmackDown, and her fiance Ricochet doing a matching ensemble. I'm gonna toot her, but boot him. You know. I like the shoes. I'll give him that. His shoes match his coat. That's a little a- too much. And it's, I, I, I don't like, the, the pants should have been blue too. My only thing with her is like, I have her top was a little like looser. I feel like it's really tight. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, I agree. Well, she looks like she has smaller boobs and so maybe she's just trying to maximize the. But also I feel like it's just really tight too. Yeah. Like it. There's a difference between I'm trying to accentuate and I put five pounds of shit in a three pound. That's bag. true, but I have small boobs. I know the tighter it is, true. the more it like pushes them up and together. True. So she's got a point. Next, we have the maximum male models. And I'm going to tell you, toots across the board on here. I don't like the shoes on what's the guy on the right's name? Uh, Mansois. I don't like the shoes. Yeah, Mansois' shoes are a little much, but he's on his shoes. So I feel like that gives it a little bit more. Mm. He's literally on his shoes. But otherwise. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot the other two and boot him. Because I don't like that. Yeah. Man. man uh, Masse looks beautiful. That's mm-hmm. a beautiful outfit. Mm-hmm. And of course Maxine. Gorgeous. Uh, next we have the woman who had, makes OnlyFans content with her sister Natalia. And I hate it. because You know I like... actually like it. Except for I don't really like the flowers on her boobs. But I like the, the I like flowers the on her boobs. But I distracted. like the color. And I think she looks really pretty. I don't normally think she looks pretty. It, the flowers are distracting. It looks like two giant cinnamon rolls right on her nipples. It does. But that's the prettiest I've seen her look in a long time. So. Yeah. I'm going to toot it. It's a soft toot. As they say. And I don't like the shoes. It's a soft toot. And I don't like the shoes. Shoes are okay. Um, next, we have the woman that we figured out is like the most relatable fashion-wise on the entire uh, thing is Nikki Cross in her Fashion Nova look. Yeah, boot. I mean, she tried. I'll give her that. She tried. She did. First of all, she looks better with her hair down. She should have wore her hair down. Well, you know. And there's no jewelry, no nothing. I don't I don't like it. No, it looks she... like Brandy's only it's just cut different. Well, I'll say this. Nikki Cross's is at least sequenced. Brandy's looks like that crushed beating, and I don't like that. All right, next we but have you boot it or boot it because you didn't I booted. Okay. I said it's the best she's she's trying though. We're giving her a A for effort. But still not a toot. 
Uh -uh. Uh, next, we have Kathy Kelly, the woman who is dumb enough to give up Finn Balor. Uh, boot. I like the fact she has really nice legs and that you can see that little heart that is that a real tattoo or did she draw i believe that is a real tattoo and you can see her little tattoo but and i like her shoes but i don't like the, the color of the dress or the you know what this dress made. just tells me i'm not wearing a bra or panties <laughs> that's what this dress tells me maybe she has those little modesty patches like they wear in the movies she's got like a little cup over mm -hmm. her hoo-ha but yeah she's the neck got up she looks great yeah, I don't like the ruching either. It makes you look a little paunchy. Yeah, it makes you look just belly. It makes you look paunchy. And I, uh, I, I do like her legs, though. They're nice. I mean, yeah. If I could have those legs, shit. Uh, next, we have the woman I first saw in Hall of Fame and was like... This is my favorite. Her, <laughs> I think her and Scarlett are my okay, favorite. Okay, I'll just tell you right now, guys. Um, One, I was stunned. Two, how did I know it would be your favorite? I don't we know. have Carmella with her pasties. She, first of all, she should never go blonde ever again. Agreed. <laughs> she looks so good with the brunette hair. And it's kind of Pamela Anderson-esque. I just, I love it. I feel like Pamela Anderson was a big inspiration on the uh -huh, red carpet. For the hair and for the hair too. The hair, the makeup, the clothes for a lot of people. Including yeah. Liv Morgan, who we'll get to oh, later. Yeah. Who just yeah, this is... straight up ripped it off. <laughs> This is a shoot, and Corey looks really good too. I, uh, you know what? They're they're on my in the running for best dressed couple. Mm. Looking good. Now uh, we have the woman who went straight up, Pamela Anderson, and that is Liv Morgan. I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> I wanted okay. to like it. I wanted to like it. Um, I'm gonna give it a boot. Like you can see your pants. Like they're Girl. my problem is they're not even like cute panties know, or like granny panties. These, like, are, these, granny are, these panties. are the panties I wear on a Tuesday at work. These are not the panties <laughs> that I'm wearing out on Friday I, night. These are the panties I pull out of my drawer and I'm like, why not? These aren't my know. like I'm trying to impress anybody. No. That that's a Tuesday panty. Yeah, these are nobody is is getting anywhere near this tonight. So I'm wearing whatever I want to work. <laughs> and they're like white. They're like not even purple. She there, could look so much better than that. I there is not one thing about that outfit I like. I like the hat. I like how she's very confident. I mean, I'll give her that. I, I you know what? A good. for confidence. I don't like the I don't like the makeup either. No, it's too dark. No. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh -huh. Um. Now we have oh, another. Song is in that picture with her. I see. She is. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, she is. Um. We have Zaya Lee, who's wearing yet another Fashion Nova original. Yeah. No. Boot. It's a boot for me. No, thank you. If she's going to the club, it'd be great. Yeah. Uh. Next, we have Oscar dressed like my mom. <laughs> no boot. Also, I really do think my mom has that outfit. Like I'm, oh I'm not God. even joking. I think my mom has that outfit, and she's almost, no. she's, she's not, you know. Yeah, she's it's a not. Big yeah. Uh, next we have Lacey Evans, who decided she would be Marilyn Monroe. That's disgusting and offensive. <laughs> I am offended. I am offended. Marilyn yeah. would hate her. Well, oh, give her this. She didn't actually take Marilyn's dress and wear it. So, I mean, there's that. 
Well, she, she probably couldn't fit into it. But that is awful. No, no. Mm-mm. And those shoes. Those shoes are awful. And she's wearing fishnets with that? No. That's awful. I like I think she's trying to go for a pinup look, but no. 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 Right, um, okay, down. well, here we could just look at Damien Priest on his own. I love his shoes. Mm. I like the shoes. Nice. The shoes are nice. Okay. Then we He's have better. the man who only owns one suit, Sammy Zane, and his beautiful wife Khadijah, who we have just learned about, but we love her to pieces and we think she's great. Where was that? Did I miss that somewhere? No, it's go down under where I you told me Jay White. Oh, I see it. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. You know what? I can't I can't boot them. I can't. He the man only owns one suit. I, I mean they don't match. She's wearing a black dress and he's wearing a blue suit. Because he only owns one suit, Jen. Does she not own a blue dress? Probably not. Okay. She's go- so cute. I can't switch, switch over to Instagram. I can't boot it. Switch over to Instagram. Let's see if we've missed anything. So there's the big the whiter shot of Rhea's dress. That's beautiful. Well, we can do Sonya. There's Sonya. Um let's do Shotzi first. I think Sonya's down there too. Okay. Shotzi, I am impressed. Mm-hmm. I like that outfit. Like, wow. Mm, I'd wear it, that. It's okay. I'd wear I don't it. hate it. I'm giving it a boot. A boot? Or a toot, sorry. I was looking at Chelsea Green. <laughs> I'll give it a toot. I was give I was looking at Chelsea Green when I said You're it. You're gonna okay. boot Chelsea? Yes. I don't like it. I don't hate that. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Um, I don't like the draping. The draping is just a no for me. I feel like if it had been all like one piece. Also, her sister looks great. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Her sister looks beautiful. Um, I just don't like the dress. I don't like the draping. I'm gonna, not I'm a gonna fan of it. it. Okay. Next, we have Ms. and Maurice. Well, Maurice is basically always a two, right? I mean, yeah, it's Maurice. And I like, like her shoes. I love her shoes. I love her dress. I'd wear that dress. Like, I feel like Ms. and Maurice are very stylish, so you can never, like, they, they hardly ever miss. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're okay. both a toot. Both a toot. Mia Yim in a no. lovely pastel lavender suit. You mean with with capris? Capri no, that is high waters, not capris. Capris go to the knee. High waters are. That's a boot. That's a boot for me. She looks like she's going to a board meeting. Um. Okay, now we have Sonia Deville and her fiance in matching outfits. Yeah, they're both a two. That's both a two. It's a it's a look. I you know what? I love how they're I love their love for one. Mm-hmm. For two, I love how they're like, we're fucking engaged and we're gonna wear matching outfits. Mm-hmm. That's great. Great. Toots all around for them. Um, okay, we're that's where I'm at right now. Uh, Lillian Garcia and Molly Holly. Oh God, Lillian is a toot, and Molly's a Molly is a boot. Boot. And now I see that slit on uh, yeah. Lita's skirt, and that makes it worse. With the thigh high, yeah, fish that makes it worse. Stocking, yeah, no. Okay, so now we're gonna go do some random. Oh. Yeah, we're going to do random looks from WrestleMania night, starting with Maurice. 
Um, the disco ball dress. Yeah, the disco ball dress. That's a that's a toot. I love the shoes. The shoes are everything. Mm-hmm. I just like a sparkly shoe. You can win me over with a sparkly shoe. <laughs> um, then we have the Miz wearing a somewhat matching sparkly suit to Marie's. I like it. It is. I'm telling you, they can't miss. I don't really like the tie, but everything else well, I like. The ties, yeah. I feel like he thought he had to wear a tie. Um, now we have Daddy Balor. Now we listen. This one right here is not, um, you know, not something that we're we're opposed to looking at because it's Daddy Balor, and I I think he looks great. Mm-hmm. That's a God, shoot right there. That is a shoot. Look at those pants. <laughs> God. And the bandana tied on the his bandana, face. the sunglasses. Man, he is the man with the pants. And his comment says his the caption says bow down. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Loves it. Uh-huh. Next one we have Dexter Loomis from the Hall of Fame. And I thought it was a nice look for Mr. Dexter. I like it. Yes. To a toot i like the gloves um and then finally we're gonna look at this picture that has just a bunch of random wrestlemania gears and we're gonna say whether we like them or not um which i'm gonna tell you on these best fit ones i feel like everybody's was good on this picture mm-hmm. other than charlotte where i thought it looked you know like those um those like bubble wraps they put in amazon packages Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what her coat looked like. Like just a bunch of Amazon bubble wraps just sewn together. Like it, that was the no, but her gear underneath it was good. Mm-hmm. So I'll give her that. Seth Rollins was dressed as a whore. A whore as whore. <laughs> he looked like he was ready to go to the gay bar on Thursday, he, Thursday. Oh, he was ready. I'm like, I saw that. I was like, Becky. <laughs> are you sure are you sure him and Mox didn't do a little something because like that's he would be a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race he would oh my god yeah. yes but he's always got a fucking guys when he took that jacket off I was like <laughs> he had on assless chaps but he had something underneath it but assless chaps and a fucking harness and it's hot pink <laughs> like and he's just living his best life usually you'd say something Loved like it. god love him but here we are <laughs> that I that was yeah. and, and, and since I've seen a video of Becky saying that she was jealous of the outfit so relatable, wow. relatable. I'm if, fuck if I was a man I would dress like that but I'm not a man so and if I wore it as a woman, I'd get a lot of crimes. <laughs> so, um, then we have Drew McIntyre, who decided to wear a white kilt. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Uh, yeah, my mom liked it. <laughs> my mom was a fan. She she liked that. Um, it wasn't bad. It it reminded me of the Hardy Boys pants in a way, though. So I kind of laughed about uh-huh. it. <laughs> um, next we have Daddy Balor. Okay, Demon Daddy Balor. Um, 
in the entrance that I was like, can I just right. say I didn't like when he was holding those canisters with the purple stuff? Yeah, I, I think he been like shooting it up from the ground. I feel like he was in Burning Man. You know yeah. what? You know what I would have liked more? But this is like the thirsty hoe in me saying this. I would rather have him like climb the entire way down and they have like the smoke coming up and he's just climbing like he's uh. going to climb in your bed and do <sighs> dirty, dirty things to you. <laughs> I'd prefer that, but you know, uh, yeah. It was all right. What do I what do I know? <laughs> um, next we have Edge with his disco ball mask, his wings, his brood patch on his clothes. It was a lot. It was a lot, but you know, I thought he actually looked really good. He did, but like sometimes was... when he comes out, he looks like he's like at desk door. He <laughs> I actually thought he actually thought he kind of looked looked good. He looked like he was alive. Yeah, he looked rested. He looked well rested. He did. Uh, next, we have Oscar. I loved Oscar's outfit. Mm. I mean, it's very Oscar-y, but you know what? It looked good. I was a fan. Um, then we have Rhea Ripley. I loved the look. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked great. Also, her jacket was like the first one that she's ever actually paid for. So good for her. Oh. She actually makes all of her other ones. Oh, yeah. She had. She was like, yeah, this is the first one I ever paid for. I'm like. First of all, amazing. Um, then we have her Latino heat himself, Dominic. Love that, that whole thing. That entrance. I was like, okay, first of all, Dominic, why do you look hot? This is I weird. know, right? Yeah, I was looking at him like it's something about a man with handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, something about a man who leaves prison in handcuffs that were like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like bad that boy has, syndrome. A bad, yeah, it it definitely is. And then his pants said "mommy" on them. Mm-hmm. And like all the callbacks on his gear, like got me. He had the pants that said "mommy." His actual tights had like one of the designs that Eddie had before, and the mm-hmm. colors were based off of Ray's Halloween Havoc oh. with the same mask. And I was like, oh my god, that's perfect. Uh, also, Damien Priest said he was backstage cracking up the entire time as he watched Dominic get out of the prison van. Because, <laughs> you know. Um, and then finally, oh, well, we have a couple left. I thought we were done. Uh, we have Ray and his tribute to the great Muda. It was nice. It's nice. He said they've been working on that for a while. So uh, Bianca Belair in a handmade number. It was cute. Not my favorite of hers. Yeah. And then finally, Trish Stratus and her throwback to WrestleMania 19, where she's up. She redeemed herself. She did. She redeemed herself. Hall of Fame. Yes. Thank the Lord's above. She's (laughs) redeemed herself. Um, But yeah, I thought those were all. I kind of agreed with with that graphic, though, that they were all pretty good. Like, I. Mm -hmm. There's very few that I was like, oh, my God, what are you thinking? So, I mean, I'll give it that. I'll give it that. Um, but yes, the toots and boots around here are just toots and bootin' today. <laughs> We're toots and bootin'. Um, yeah. Also, I think the Hall of Fame looks are getting better because sometimes I feel like we have a lot more people, like every year we have a lot more that are like, oh, 
Ugh. <laughs> I'll give them that. There, there's improvement. They're improving, becoming more of an event, I guess. It is that. You know what, though? I think the red carpet is almost like overshadowing the actual Hall of Fame now, because the red carpet is like what I watch for. Right. Like afterwards, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's good, but <laughs> that red carpet, though, it's like the Oscars. Nobody cares about the Oscars; they just care about what everybody wears. Right. Yes. So, um, and we never get moments like that in wrestling. <laughs> Where we can toots and boots a lot. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that's our toots and boots. We have a lot to say from here on out. Who's your top? My top. My top toot. I have a three-way tie. I have a three-way tie. Okay. Scarlet, Rhea, and trying to think. Alistair Black. Oh. He looked good. Mine's Carmella. Good look. I, you know what I knew it would be? It, you know what? That is a look. It is. It's a look. A look that I could never wear, but I love it. If love I it. wore it, but the stars would be down. <laughs> Way down. There's so much about that outfit I couldn't do. Not just the boobs. Like Nobody. Too I'll big. tell you right now. And the legs. That's about it. Nobody would want to see either of us. <laughs> no. no. I would not want to look in the mirror of me wearing that. <laughs> I'd be like, I feel god awful about myself now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm going to go drown myself. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a look. It, it's a look. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's um something I'd never wear. Okay, so if you've, like, read the title, um, you're going to know that from here on out, we're not going to have, I mean, there's some positives. I'm not going to say there's no positives. There are some. But the negatives are certainly outweighing the positives right now. Yeah. In multiple companies, not just the WWE. (laughs) That's true. So I figured I'd throw that in. Okay, so let's start with the positive since that is a smaller list. And then we'll um, finish out with everything that went terrible. <laughs> okay, um, so positive Rhea Ripley is now our amazing, spectacular SmackDown Women's Champion. And that was a really good match. It was a very, you know what? One of the best matches of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Across companies, not just, not just that. One of the best across the across wrestling for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, that was the ha- the match I was having like palpitations on. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Because there was a part of me that was like, "They're gonna screw her over." Like I, I was like- having, I was having that in the tag match. <laughs> I like- oh, I did too there, but like, I was like, okay. Because Rhea won, and I was like, oh my god, are they really going to give us back-to-back feel-good moments? Feel-good moments. Well, three, because Ray, but I didn't feel good about that. But, you know, three feel-good moments in a row. Because they were preparing you for night two. Yeah. (laughs) Because they were like, hey, Vince is back, so here you go. Um, So, in night one, if we're just looking at night one, that is top 
10 WrestleManias of all time. The night one. Mm-hmm. Like, there it wasn't was... a week match. Even like the four. No. I mean, the, the, men's, um, the men's, tag. men's tag. Yeah, it was that men's tag. I was like, this is the sleeper moment. The only bad. Okay. I was like, CNN theory could be good, but the men's tag is going to suck. It went the other way. The men's tag was so good. And CNN theory sucked. I think it sucked. It I don't was, think any match that night sucked. Well, it wasn't great. Sucked in terms of they honed it in big time. Like, John was very much like, ooh, I don't want to get hurt. Ooh. Don't don't suplex me too hard. Ooh. Right. So, I mean, it didn't suck, but it was like, I did get a laugh out of it, though, because John Cena came out with the Make-A-Wish kids. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way they're going to have him lose with the Make-A-Wish kids there. Like, that's fucked up. And then he lost, and I was like, oh. Well, his hair upsets me every time I see him. <laughs> I he kept staring at it. He didn't ball. put his topics on before he went out. He didn't. He didn't. So. But yeah, um, night one, I feel like, was all around good. Like, even, I'm going to tell you right now, Dominic Mysterio was the MVP for the <laughs> Triple H era. Because before he got with the Judgment Day, he fucking sucked. Let's be yeah. honest. He couldn't talk. He couldn't do anything. He kind of just followed his dad and Edge around wearing hand-me-down clothes, doing God knows what. And then he went out and had that match, and I was like... Mm-hmm. And if you remember our end-of-the-year awards, that was the person we gave MVP of the year of. He might be MVP of the year again. <laughs> the man is improving. At, the, he, at this quarter, at the end of this quarter. At the end of this quarter, he is still the MVP of wrestling in general. The man, I don't know how in, like, eight months he went from that to this, but, like, imagine in eight more months. He needs to keep working out, though. I think, well, it's only been eight months, Jen. What do you expect? I know, but I just don't see that much change in his body. Everything else is changing. There's a lot, there's subtle changes, but I think, like. I think that's one of the reasons why I got those tattoos on his arms. And not only that, but I also feel like he's kind of going to, he's like a stocky kid. He was always a stocky kid. So right. he's one of those guys who's like always going to, it's like Bray White. He's always going to be the stocky kid. He's he never going to be like. He looks skinny. His arms are skinny. Well, I don't Maybe like it's because I'm an arm person. I don't know. You are. She's an I'm arm like- person all day. I'm like maybe he just, he just needs to bulk up his arms a little bit. He's well, he's, he's wor- his workout partners are could be Rhea, Finn, and um Damien. Martinez. Yeah, punishment Martinez. <laughs> like I mean, come on. Also, I'm just gonna say it now. Um, I never liked punishment Martinez, but man, is Damian Priest winning me over? Yeah. Yeah. He's more likable than he used to be. Yeah, especially he's on looking like better. Mo- he's looking better too. Well, Rhea is his everyday workout partner. Oh. Maybe Dominic needs to join them. He does. He does. Also, can I just say um, the fact that on Monday when they destroyed Bad Bunny, he's he's like, "That's just what I do to my friends." Imagine if I actually hated him. <laughs> like, brilliant, brilliant. Um, but yeah, he's a lot more likable now. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. So night one, we have no complaints. No, and it ended with the most beautiful thing ever. It was beautiful. I cried. I <laughs> cried, guys. Sammy and Kevin went out there and did it. 
It was beautiful. And then at the press conference, Kevin ate like four Snickers bars while he was sitting there. And I was just like, oh, he said they could have done it without Jay Briscoe. Yeah, I cried then, too. And then um, Rhea Ripley only took one Snickers bar because she was like, I haven't had anything since breakfast. So this is I'm going to go eat this. (laughs) So good for her. But by the time Hunter got there, there was like three Snickers bars left because Kevin got hungry. So, um, but yeah, th- I feel like night one was great. Dominic, obviously, that entrance was amazing. The match was good. Mm-hmm. Rhea and Charlotte was great. The tag match was amazing. Mm-hmm. The both tag matches were great. Cena, you know, I I understand why, but still, you know, it was it was not bad. I just laughed mm-hmm. at the Make Wish kids getting screwed over it was kind of funny which i'm going to hell but you know then you know everybody was on such a high they were like you know what if night one was this good night two is gonna be great mm-hmm. um <laughs> and it it wasn't well there were some good parts there were high points the triple threat was really, really the triple really th- the triple threat was up there with Rhea and Charlotte. But yeah, after that, um, Bianca Rock and Oscar was all right. Rock and Almost was a hot mess. Yeah, it was a hot mess. Like it lasted four four minutes and fifty seconds, and um, Brock won, which that should have been our like indicator right there of like. But I was like, okay. See, I'm not as mad about the Brock thing later on as you are, because I think it can be a good thing. But go on. See the Brock. Okay, the Brock thing. I think I'm mad about it later on. We'll get into it. But I think I'm mad about it because it's like, not because it happened, but because of who probably ordered it. Yeah, I get that. But I, yeah. th- I think people. Talk I about can food. understand. I know people who are fucking pissed because well, it people happened. are saying he's buried. I don't know. You put somebody in a, in a storyline with Brock Lesnar like that, and that's as over as Cody is. He's not buried. I think people are freaking out a little bit too much about that. No, but I think also they're worried, though, because of who came up no. with that. You know who Cody we're talking the, about. Cody was the highest merch seller again for the weekend. So he I was. Like Vince likes um, money, okay? <laughs> he uh, likes money. Well, he's no longer majority owner in, mm-hmm. in the next nine weeks. So. Which is a good thing, too. In nine weeks. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that because I've I've looked into it like the business end of it. And you guys know I'm a nerd for wrestling business shit. So um, anyway, so night two. The women's two, tag was terrible. The women's tag was god awful. Mm-hmm. Like Rhonda just call, like crawled up and did nothing and won. With her ugly ass makeup on. Oh God! And then Shayna had to wear the ugly ass makeup too. Okay. And there were, it was so funny. There were so many people online going "fuck Rhonda," but Shayna, you're okay. <laughs> Which is, I think, how we all collectively feel right now is like, Shayna, you're good. We're not mad at you, but fuck her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Bianca and Oscar. I was not into this. We talked about this last week. I was not into this match. And. I don't know many people who were, and nobody really liked it. So it wasn't bad. It was, yeah. You know what match we forgot about in uh, night one, and I totally just remembered that we forgot about it. Seth and 
that and the damage control match. Oh, yeah, that was... Okay, let's just say the Seth and Logan match, the only good thing was Seth was a whore, and I loved it. The entire match, I was just looking at him like, look at that whore, I love him. It wasn't bad, though. It wasn't bad, but the whole time I'm like, oh my god, can he put the can he put the harness back on? Come on! Uh, and then the damage control triple threat was sad. It was just sad because it's just sad at this point. Like <laughs> it's just sad, it's just depressing. Um. So then the next night, obviously the intercontinental title match took the entire night. We're like, okay, you know what? We're like, you know, this night kind of sucks, but you know what? We're getting to Cody and Roman. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was a good match, though. It was a decent match. No, it was really good. I didn't have a problem with the match at all. My problem, and this is why I kind of put it into the match, but again, this is the like wrestling nerd side of me because I consider the finish as part of the match. Mm-hmm. The finish didn't make a lick of fucking sense to me. It didn't. Like, I'm still trying to figure it out because I'm like, okay, if Cody, and this is just me booking it, which, you know, obviously WWE doesn't want my help, but, you know, <laughs> um, booking wise, you could have made Cody lose. Like, okay, I understand Cody losing will lead to the bigger story. I get that. Like, but the way it happened, you could have had him lose in a more meaningful way. Like, for example, when Dustin and Cody had their match in all double whatever, one of the AEW ones, double or nothing, I think. Did Dustin come out of that match looking weak? No. No. When it was Cody and Nick all this at all in, which I, I hate AEW. But that, that match is, like, still in my top 50 matches of all time. Mm-hmm. Cody and Nick Aldis. Did Nick Aldis look weak coming out of it? No, but I didn't think Cody looked weak in this match. My thing is, you have Solo interfere the first time. He gets booted out. All right. So then the Usos come out. I'm like, all right, we're doing this. It. I feel like the way he lost, though, was like, you have Usos and Solo doing their thing, and then Roman hits the spear, and it's over. I feel like we could have gotten Cody, I mean, if you moved it up a few more minutes and gave Cody more than just spear, done. Like, you know what I mean? I get that, but Jesus, look what all they had went through. I know, but I want more. I want more. I'm asking for more. Give me more. I, don't know. I, I was disappointed just because I wanted th- that moment, even though I'm not a huge Cody fan. It's like we all thought that's what was going to happen. So well, I was yeah. just like expecting and that moment. But I, I think, didn't hate it as much as some people did. I like think some, people, some people are like burning their shirts and like. Um, yeah, I, I know somebody who's really, really, really mad. And it's our friend of the show, Whitney. <laughs> um, she's not watching anymore. So. <laughs> Yeah, after Monday, she's she's like, uh, tell me what happens. So, I think my thing is, I I understand you want to make Cody into a bigger story. I get it. Like, and Hunter explained that. I was like, okay, but 
Rome, it's not like Roman is going to defend the title at Backlash. It's not like Roman's going to defend the title at Money in the Bank. Roman's not going to be back until SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to be at Crown Jewel. He's not going to be at any of them. He's going to be there at SummerSlam. So from April 6th, which is today, until end of July, August, we have no champion on TV. There's no, it's been for months though. There's no, but there's no bill. So, and you have the camp of people going, well, because Jay Uso is going to win the belt. Jay Uso is not winning the belt. That's not Mm -hmm. a money match. Sorry. You know, the story's there, but you have not built Jay Uso up enough to make it a money match. You have not. Right. Yeah. And you know what? Sorry to shit on your parade, but you didn't. So what, who are you, say Cody has to wait till 40, which is one year from today, roughly, roughly a year from today. How do you build that story? Who do you put in there in the meantime? It play it For him to wrestle, you mean? For Roman to wrestle. Roman Not Cody. Cody, we could come up with stories. Who is Roman wrestling that he has not already beat that can take the loss in the meantime, in the year's time? Gunther? But Gunther's a heel. Face. Mm. Butch face. <laughs> that, and let's put it this way. We're not just going to pull names out and be like, Sammy Zayn again. We have to, like, who you could credibly see beating Roman? Bobby in the Lashley, maybe. Bobby Lashley carried a trophy out. Poor Bobby Lashley. Did you hear LA, about that? Yes, in LA Knight, they both got fucked. And yeah. here's what I don't understand: Why couldn't they have wrestled the Miz? Mm-hmm. Like Pat, I I would have loved to. Oh, see we Pat. didn't even talk about that. What about my man Shane and what happened? To- I'm getting to that, but I, cause that's honestly the funniest, most tragic thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm so sorry, Jen, but I was like, Jen's going to be so sad about this. And then I started laughing even harder. Well, I felt bad, but then I enjoyed the Snoop thing so much. I just was like, "Eh, okay. Oh God. Anyway. So. And the best part. Okay. We're going back to the Roman thing, but the best part is Hunter's announcing like he's at the press conference. He's like Shane Torres Torres quad, and you can tell he's just like he's enjoying it too much. Suddenly, just like I can't fucking believe it happened, and this is great. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I don't. You know what, Shane? You can rest up because you're gonna face Roman Reigns next. You know, I thought of a one for Roman. They Braun Breaker lost the, but he's a heel now. Yeah, but between now and then, who knows? Oh, well, you he remember you you got Cody coming Sheamus. in at forty. Sheamus, I think Sheamus is going to take the Intercontinental title here. I so, hope he does. But I love Gunther, though. I love Gunther. Anyway, um. Yeah, I think they've kind of booked themselves in a corner, and now it's like the only person. I mean, you have Seth. Oh, technically, yeah. he did. He beat Roman. Technically, um, some people were saying Solo if they turn him face, which I'm like, I don't see that happening. 
Um, obviously not Brock anymore. But he beat Brock 47 times, so, you know, that doesn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Not Bray Wyatt! <laughs> Fuck, I'd put LA Knight in there. I mean, well, depending on who's booking the company now, because who knows who's booking as of tomorrow? Montez. Possibility. I mean, you you kind of, I think if we're going to go that route, and again, not until SummerSlam, you'd have to build them up starting like now. And again, it's who's, bu- who's booking the company from here on out is going to matter. But anyway, let's talk about Shane and his oopsie doopsies. Um, oh, Shane boy. McMahon. So night one, they had Pat McAfee come out and wrestle the Miz, and it was like a feel good moment. Everybody's excited. Michael Cole didn't know, so he was like, oh, "It's Pat." He was like fanboying, and it was like everybody's like, "Wow, that's such mm-hmm. a good moment!" Wow. Night two comes around, everybody's like, "It has to be LA Night," right? Like that's that's what everybody I talked to was saying. They're like, "It has to be LA Night or Bobby." Out comes Shane McMahon. And I was like, first I'm stunned because, like, when he got fired, Vince was like, you're never going to get a pop while I own the company. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, well, maybe it's because he doesn't own the company anymore. Mm -hmm. So Shane comes out and he's he's giving it hell, guys. He's doing his little dance and he's blown up by the time he gets to the end of the ramp because that run was fucking long. He's sweating. He's like trying to like hold his legs. He's he's getting ready to get in there, guys. And I'm like, you know what? Bless him. He is trying. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him go. I'm like, Jen is so happy right now, I bet. I was. You no. Know? And we were like, oh yay. And then he got in and I was like, Oh, oh he's no. doing those stupid punches. And I was like, oh, oh no, don't jump. And then he jumped <laughs> and tore his quad. Poor Snoop had to save the day. And I think the Miz just stared at him for a minute. And that was kind of the best part is the Miz just was like, What just happened? It and then kind Snoop of, saved it, it, the it, day. you know, it felt good to them for the Miz, though. Just a little bit. Yeah. He's just kind of like, This is the dude that buried me. He's it's like, great. should have been LA Knight, but okay. <laughs> so um, yeah. So it happened. And Snoop saved the day, and mm-hmm. people I mean, they were, were like, they were yelling directions to him though. They were they were very obviously yelling uh, his spots to him, <laughs> and um, he delivered though. He delivered, even though you could hear the you could hear the audible. Mm-hmm. And Miz is like, pen me, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, pen me. <laughs> um, when that happened, I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? And then Daddy Balor walked out. And we're sitting here thinking, wow, Shane got hurt. That's the only injury. Um, Daddy Balor got a ladder thrown at his head. And um, how do you get 14 staples in his head? He looked real good doing it, though. Man. He should have just kept bleeding and kept going. Yeah. But I feel like that cut was really deep, though. So I kind of feel like they were like, uh, he's going to bleed to death. <laughs> He's gonna let's not have a box situation on our hands. I don't know about that. I busted my head open when I was eleven and had to have thirteen stitches across the top of my head. And I bled till I had water blood in my so- shoes, all up to the top yeah. of my shoes. And I was all right. 
He would have been fine. Well, he's 40 and you were 13. Yeah, well, I was 11. 11. I had less blood to lose here. <laughs> less blood to lose. Um, but yes, so basically I that that match I don't understand the finish. No, I, I didn't don't. Like it. I was just like first of all, Edge is going to go away again and he's going to retire this year. Like he doesn't need the win. No. No. And Finn did. Finn really needed speaking the win. Speaking of, speaking of, well, he's a heel too. I was going to say he could wrestle Roman, but he's a heel too. I mean, he is beloved though. He's a beloved, gentle g- little man who we love in those pants. <laughs> man. Anyway. And AJ Styles isn't coming back anytime soon, so it's not him. Mm-hmm. You know, the person I had to beat him is not going to be in the company, so, you know. Fuck me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, it just... That brings us to that. <laughs> it brings us to that. So let's start with the first depressing moment of the weekend. I'm sitting there minding my own business, having a good time, and Vincent and Dutch show up at a Ring of Honor. Strike one. <laughs> Strike one. And I'm like, it's okay. It's, it's all right. So I'm like, Jaden didn't show up there. It's okay. Jay didn't show up. It's going to be fine. That means he's going to be at WrestleMania. Or he's going to be at Raw. I was like, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. 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 And then strike two was I had to see Vince in that fucking ridiculous pencil ass mustache with his dyed hair on TV going, I sold my company, which he didn't really sell his company. It's a merger. It's not a sell. So, um, but like he was very awkward. <laughs> and at one point the guy was like, well, you know, if we don't agree, like we're not going to do it. Endeavor's not going to do it. And Vince was like, I thought I was your boss. And I'm like, Oh no. I was like, do they know that he's being serious right now? Not, he's not fucking with you. Mm-hmm. He really thought he was your boss. So that happened. And I was like, ooh. Okay. And then Monday Night Raw, the abomination that was Monday Night Raw happened. I mean, honestly, the ending was the best part. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the ending. So there were parts where I was like, oh, yeah, that's Hunter's booking. But then there were other parts I was like, no. So um, the first part of the show, and my dad watched the first part of the show and then turned it off after the Dominic, Damian Priest, Bad Bunny thing. Because he was like, well, I don't know who any of these people are, so I'm turning it off. I'm like, Brock is until the end, you weirdo. Anyway, all he knew was like, oh, hey, isn't that the guy who hates his dad? I was like, Dominic, yes. He doesn't know who I am. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Cody comes out. And he wants a rematch, guys. And, and Roman's like, nope, not getting a rematch. And Paul Heyman's like, nope, you're not, you're not getting it. And you notice the only one he didn't name was um, WrestleMania. Hmm. So that, that's what tells me, okay, 40. We're looking at WrestleMania 40 then. Which is like the most Cody Rhodes thing ever because it's in Philadelphia and you know he's going to be like riding out on an eagle. <laughs> and he's going to do like the Independence Day speech. Like he's go- it's going to be something. Right. Like it's going to look like the fucking 4th of July 
threw up. Like, like Lily Blonde. Yeah. God, you look like the 4th of July. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> okay, if we do go to Philly, though, we have to make that TikTok. Just, like, <laughs> film the Cody Rose with the sound. We'll get a hot dog, too. Mm-hmm. We'll wear, like, our Legally Blonde outfit. Yeah. American-themed. Want, want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> anyway. So, Cody, they're like, Cody's like, well, then I want a tag match. And I have a mystery partner. And they're like, uno momento, por favor. Let me talk it over. And I'm like, wow, they got Paul Heyman to speak Spanish. This is something. And um, they're like, yeah, but, you know, it has to be. A-. And everybody's thinking that partner's Jay White. Like, mm-hmm. everybody I talked to was like, Jay White. It's Jay White. It's going to be Jay White. And they're like, it has to be somebody who was on WrestleMania. And we're like, oh, not Jay White. Or L.A. Knight. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'm like, well, you know, maybe maybe it'll be later. You know, maybe maybe he'll come out with Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, the first hour is commercial free, which I... I'm still trying to figure out why. Yeah. Because the next thing was Elias versus Almost. And it was a minute and 42 seconds. Well, long. no, Brock came out during that segment. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, Brock came out. I think everybody knows Brock came out. But they were, like, very close buddies. And it was, like... Brock was having a great time. <laughs> it was weird. I'm going to miss Cowboy Brock so bad. You know what the best part is, though? The entire time Brock, like, over WrestleMania weekend, he's like, I really like being a cowboy. Well, Brock. Yeah. Brock's cowboy era is over. and R.I.P. Cowboy it. Brock. I'm I still hated you the entire time. I didn't. Anyway. So, uh, Brock and Cody were... It feels like, honestly, that Cody was like, I don't know how we're partners, but this is great. Mm-hmm. So... And Brock almost tore his peck, like, shaking his hand. Like, it was very aggressive. It's very aggressive. So, then we have uh, Almost and Elias, which I was like, who booked this? That was a Vince move, one Almost on TV, for sure. And we know it is because Almost didn't have his gear and had to go find it Hmm. before. So, like... Poor almost wasn't ready. He didn't have his gear. Um, he's like, oh shit, guess we're wrestling tonight. Um, so that happened. Obviously, almost won and made Elias look really pathetic. And that's when everybody was like, oh no. Oh no. Because the rumor was going around that Vince was backstage. So at that point, everybody was like, oh no. This this is bad. So uh, then we had Damian Priest and Bad Bunny and Dom Dom. Well, okay, so it started with Austin Theory versus Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. which was a decent match. Like I, I'll give it that because it's a match we've never seen. So I was like, okay, this is Hunter's booking. Because it's a match mm-hmm. we've never seen. It was a decent match. Um, I mean, we all knew that Ray wasn't going to win it. But we were like, you know, it's a good match. And, mm-hmm. of course, Dom Dom comes out, Priest, and they get involved with Bad Bunny. And that part, I was like, okay, this is not bad. 
like yep. that setting that, up for Puerto Rico. We get it. Setting yeah. up for Puerto Rico. We all kind of knew what was coming, but I I was not um I was not mad at it. I thought it was great. So I'm like, okay. And then um shit got really weird. And by really weird, I mean really fucking weird. Um we started seeing random shit just happened like the Seth come out and dance around dance around and do his music and then and then walk away but mm-hmm. um the rumor and innuendo is that pretty deadly were supposed to come out then and mm-hmm. which I'm like that would make sense mm-hmm but no, um, obviously that didn't happen. Um, then we get Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens come out. And they face the Street Profits in a really good match. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like, was Hunter booking. <laughs> it was actually a very good match. I My only thing is I would have had some kind of, like, I would have Sami and Kevin been like, you guys won the, the tag showcase. We're going to give you a title match. You know, I would have at least had that. Um, so then we had a backstage segment where, and this is where I feel is very Hunter because it includes Bronson Reed. <laughs> and Vince mm. doesn't like Bronson Reed for some reason. Um, so Bobby Lashley, and they put some reality into this because they were talking about how Lashley was very upset about not being on the WrestleMania card and only showing up with the trophy. And then Bronson Reed shows up and they they were talking about doing a fight and Mustafa Ali shows up then and says that Lashley's very negative and he just needs to get over it. Um, then we get the short match of Lashley versus Mustafa Ali. I feel like that match was definitely Vince booked because it was like two minutes. So there's that. Um... Hold on. I'm looking. Uh, the next Vince moment that had to be a Vince moment is we have Bianca Belair come out and talk about her match. And then Rhea Ripley comes out and is like, we're going to face each other one day. Yeah, that was weird. We're going to face each other. One, one day. One day. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to face each other one day. And I'm like. That was very random. Why? Um, and then we had the number one contenders match, Liv and Raquel versus Dakota and Io. Bailey was supposed to come out with them, and then Vince told her not to go out. Hmm. The match was all right, but, like, I wasn't a fan of it. And, of course, they they made damage control look awful. Um... Then the part that we know had to be Vince. Matt Riddle comes out on his goddamn scooter with the smallest fucking shorts. Some Okay, I was watching this YouTube channel and this guy was like, his hog was out. And I was like, yeah. what That thing in his pants was... There's not much holding him in. <laughs> like, he had no knee pads, so... No, nothing. It just uh-uh. those teeny tiny little fucking shorts on. And I'm like, no, sir. No, you put it away. Put 
the thirteen inch whatever you got in your pants away, please, sir. We don't need to see it. And I, I, I really do think it might be thirteen inches. <laughs> it, it close. Eleven to thirteen it has to be. Uh, no, thank you. I mean, the yeah. porn stars like it, so. Well, yeah, because they do cocaine together. How long till he gets popped for cocaine again? I know. Yeah. You just stick to the weed. Well, yeah, he can't do that, though. Um, and then next we get a very bizarre segment um, where Tr- Byron is talking to Trish, Lita, and Becky. And Becky looks pissed. <laughs> like, Becky looks pissed. She's over it. She's just... They cut the promo. She doesn't look happy. And then we get to the tag match. Well, wasn't even a match because Cody got his ass whooped by Brock. Yeah, but it, again, people are like, oh, he's buried. He's buried. No, he's not. He's not buried. <sighs> it. I mean, I get it, but like. They got to give him something to do. They're going to make him wait for this. And giving him a a rivalry with someone like Brock who is a big like draw whether you like him or not he's a big draw people love him whether you like him or not like it's not like they said oh go wrestle LA Knight have a feud with LA Knight they said oh go have a feud with Brock Lesnar like there's worse options LA Knight would still be good though you know what I'm saying they're not like they're saying go wrestle um Los Lotharios well but LA Knight is no Brock Lesnar I'm just saying whether you like Brock Lesnar or not he's high up He's a big draw. It, it's good for him. It'll be interesting. I think, depending on how it's booked, I need to see the booking first because on paper, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, again, it goes into who is booking it. Right. Because if it's Hunter booking it, I could get behind it because it's not going to be this every week but if it's Vince booking it um well <laughs> who knows what we could get every week um also let's talk about hashtag fire Vince, shall we um apparently hashtag fire Vince is picking up a lot of steam because the bump had to turn their comments off yesterday because every comment on there other than when Rhea was on, because it was every other comment then, was hashtag Fire Vince. Right. And Fire Vince has been trending every day since WrestleMania. So, and tomorrow there is a big effort to hijack SmackDown and chant Fire Vince the entire time. To the point now where Triple H supposedly is starting off SmackDown this week. So... Either he's going to say goodbye and walk away, or he's, I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, it's, it, it's something. It's something, guys. I, I don't know. I don't know really what to think about it. Like, I, I agree. I've been partaking in the hashtag fire Vince because fuck Vince and his stupid fucking mustache and his fucking sexual assault charges. We don't like Vince on this show. We don't. 
it's it every episode from beginning to today we've never been like wow vince you did great right so i think for me it's one of those things where it's like you know it could work it could work but at the same time i think people need to understand like this may not be forever um and kind of as I've read things and kind of looked into the paperwork and stuff, this could be, and I'm kind of understanding it this way, but I could be wrong. I Vince could just be like, I'm in creative now, fuck you. Part of me is wondering if this is the last gasp of somebody who's had control over this thing every day for 50 years. And he's like losing control of it because obviously he's no longer the owner. And Monday was like his last gasp of, I'm going to control this one more time before I cannot control it anymore. That's kind of what I'm hoping it is. But I don't know. (gasps) (laughs) Vince's last gasp of life. I'm just kidding. Not saying we want him dead, but, you know, his last gasp of life. Right. So, You're not saying you don't you want him dead? Okay. I'm not gonna have that much control in my hands. Mm. I'll keep my thoughts to myself on this one, but I think y'all know if I had the option, I would have kept Jay Briscoe. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. He atoned for his sins. Somebody else didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? What he's gonna say? No, what Vince is, what Vince is doing. I don't know. I think it's, I think trying to guess what he's doing is just, why? Because you, you're never going to know. He's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> like, I think you're going to be wrong. He, he's a good businessman because he, all he cares about is money. So, you know, he's making the moves that are best for him, but what he thinks is best for him, who, who the fuck knows? This is what, and this is why I'm starting to think it's control, though, is because Hunter was making money hand over fist. Because yeah. if it was just about money, they were selling out record-breaking crowds, and merch was at a it was at a fucking four-year high, and you know they're selling. It was the high, biggest WrestleMania, and Vince had really nothing to do with it. And same with SummerSlam. SummerSlam was you know highest build and so was survivor series and there's all these you know they're making money hand over fist right and if it was money then vince would just be like well hey like you're you're making us money i don't think it's money at this point i don't think it has anything to do with money i think it has everything to do with vince this is his last hope because in Eight, nine weeks. He's not going to be able to do anything. That's like, true. It's like his last hurrah. Exactly. He Just to show that he could still book a show. Which, I, that's what I hope. Is he's just like he was in town. And the Endeavor people were there. And he wanted to be like, I'm going to do it one last time. For shits and giggles. And uh, it went terribly. And I hope somebody talked to him about him ever doing it ever again. Um, but I, I, 
there's a part of me that would hope that somebody at Endeavor, which Endeavor, they're, you know, in nine weeks or 12 weeks or eight weeks, whenever this deal closes, like Vince, Vince cannot do this again. Right. Um, and, and you know, he's kind of just going to be his figurehead self. And if you watch Jimmy Van on Fightful, he's the guy who owns Fightful. He's like on the stock market, you know, deals with all this business shit all the time. He told people not to get too worried yet. Um, and that's kind of how I feel right now is I'm worried, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not optimistic. I'm being very cautious about this. Because everybody was like, oh my god, they named him chairman. Well, if a business, if they have a merger, you have to have a chairman named. You can't just be like, we're not going to have a chairman. But you have to remember, these board of directors every year have an election. Right. So... Jimmy Van from Fightful thinks Vince isn't going to survive that first round of elections. Especially if he tanks the company right now. Which, if tomorrow Hunter is not in charge, there's going to be, I think, there's going to be some financial com like complications. I think people will be fucking done and we'll stop watching and we'll stop going and I you could see a lot of tickets for black backlash to hit the black market and people reselling their tickets and not wanting to go and I think I would hope they're not dumb enough to think that people won't care because apparently the reaction is a lot because they're turning comments off on things because people are flooding with fire events and Endeavor isn't going to like the look at that they're going to be like what what the fuck did we purchase like, what the fuck did we do? Right. So, I'm hoping that if this is a thing, it's temporary. And another thing that's comforting with that is in Vince's deal, it mentions a severance package if he is voted off the board. Oh. So, the, the, the groundwork is laid where... He could get the boot. Interesting. Because he doesn't have controlling shares anymore. He doesn't own the company anymore. But I'm just hoping again that this was just the last gasp of a man who's losing control over something. And if that's the case, we can just forget this raw ever happened. Uh, the only thing that it fucked over is we don't have Jay White now. I know. That was strike three. Where I was like depressed. Like, literally depressed. Because I was like, oh, well. Guess we're never watching Jay again. I know. I didn't even look at the clip or anything. So. I didn't know. I saw the pictures and I was like, I felt sick. And I was just like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, it just sucks because. And I, and I don't want to hear people be like, well, just watch AEW then. Like, it's not right. that simple. Like. It's not that simple. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting a cent into Tony Khan's pocket. Right. So. I refuse. Um, which sucks because I would like a righteous shirt. And I uh, the new J shirt looks cool and I'd buy that, but nope. Sorry. Mm. 
So it's kind of depressing. And you can tell this wasn't the original plan because, like, remember, he was like, I'm never going to be in New Japan again. I can't be in New Japan again. And then, like, right. he's like, well, Forbidden Door is coming up. I'm like, ugh. Anyway, yeah, I was fucking so disillusioned last night. I was just like, fuck it. We're going to watch it as a comedy from now on because this is... <laughs> This is awful. And it's awful. And you feel terrible because you're like, you want to not watch it, but then you're already so connected to, like, the talent. Right. So then, like, you feel almost like it's a betrayal, which sucks. Which I know on their end, it's the same way. Like, Jay White wasn't going into it being like, it's a betrayal to my fans who don't watch AEW because there are I don't want to hear every new Japan fan watches AEW that doesn't that's not the case same with Impact not every Impact fan watches AEW and vice versa not every AEW fan watches New Japan and not every AEW fan watches Impact but I feel like Tony Khan thinks well you know what we could just have all this crossover and everything be great and that's not the case sorry also, he had Mark Briscoe lose that match. I know. That's some fucked up shit. I saw that and was like, you're so fucked up, Tony Khan. Are you... That story would have fucking made Ring of Honor. Are you stupid? It would have been a good feel-good moment. It would have! And everybody's like, well, it's like Tony Khan. He'll get Samoa Joe again. I'm like... Or not Tony Khan. It's like Cody. I'm like, his brother just died, and you had a five-minute promo about the day his brother died. Mm. Like they it, did. It, he, they did. I sent it to you. He was like, well, oh, I cried. Yeah. I that, was on, that was on the day? Oh, boy. I cried. They played it right before, and he was like, my brother wore this hat. That right before and he said I'm gonna take a picture for Twitter and say that I got a new hat and then he came out wearing the fucking hat uh. and I was like is this a joke like it's almost worse than Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes I can make an excuse for that I cannot make an excuse for uh-uh. like you're never gonna find that level of like the crowd behind and like the Briscoe's parents were there and his kids were there even the little baby who was in the NICU was there. Oh, God. Yeah. I, that I don't understand. I don't. I have no plausible... Like, the Cody thing, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. Th- that, I I don't understand. Mm-mm. No. Also, I'm sad because Vincent and Dutch aren't going to be there sad sucks what am I supposed to do with this how am I supposed to live laugh and love in these conditions <laughs> and and also this is week um, six of I don't know where Bray Wyatt is but he was at a stoplight and said my Wrestlemania is tomorrow and then never showed up so huh. <laughs> where is Bray he was at a stoplight and said my WrestleMania is but tomorrow I mean, like, and then never showed up. I mean, like, where is he, though, really? Like, what's going on? Supposedly he's sick. 
which I said last week, I said could be anything from herpes to the COVID or probably not COVID because he was in LA or who knows. I don't know. He's gone. Hmm. Other than at the stoplight giving people false hope, which I was even like, sir, you're giving people false hope. Why are you doing this? Hmm. Which, I mean, if Vince is back, then he could kiss his job goodbye. So, I mean, you know, maybe it's better that way. He went out on a high note. It's true. Yeah. And that's what I worry about, too, is, like, all these people who got hired back are probably going to lose their job. Well, you never know. (laughs) You never know. I can think people who are still there that are going to lose their job. They, I, he, he's not going to. Again, if Vince is really in charge, I could definitely see Scarlet and Cross lose their jobs. Uh-huh. I could see Hit Row, Bray. Hit Row had been on TV in a while. Gallows and Anderson all lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. And then Gallows and Anderson are going to get bitter again and just start <laughs> to do another podcast episode where they talk about how bitter they are and then probably go back to Impact oh, and just God. start the vicious cycle all over again. Like, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, though, Gallows will have them booked within 24 hours of their non compete. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because that's what he does. Uh-huh. But, but yeah, um, state of wrestling, in one word, I don't know. IDK, that's my IDK, one word. Yeah, IDK. Um, I don't even know. Like it's so funny how Saturday everybody was so excited and so pumped and like. That is the most excitement I've seen for a WrestleMania in, like, years. Like, people were so excited. And then, in 24 hours, it just went away. Like, it just, poof. Poof. <laughs> um, And then, like, the news got even worse. Like, so the Endeavor sale was announced. Obviously, we had the dog shit episode of Raw. And then we find out that um, one of the Bushwhackers died in L.A. Who was supposed to be at WrestleCon. He died. Oh, gosh. He's dead in L.A. And then we find out that Vicky Guerrero allegedly has been harboring her um, her husband who essayed. And you, y'all know what S-A-I-D means. Her daughter on a cruise. And apparently Vicky blames her daughter for her husband essaying her because she was drunk. Oh and then um, the drama gets worse because Eddie's oldest daughter was like, yes, it happened. So she confirmed it happened and then said, but the way she acted afterwards... So basically went on to blame her sister for how it happened. And then you have Charlo who's like, no, I'm on Sherilyn's side. I think it happened. It obviously happened. There's something wrong. Chavo's on her side. And then Eddie's 
secret love child chimes in on this. And she's, uh, yeah. And all I keep thinking is somewhere Eddie Guerrero is pissed. <laughs> and it happened on Dominic's birthday. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So now Vicky's uh, Twitter and Instagram are gone because people were like, are you fucking kidding me? You just blamed your daughter for getting essayed? Like, are you are you kidding me right now? So, um, yeah, that happened. That that happened. Um, also, then we have tonight. Josh Alexander is injured. He was the Impact World Champion, and his son was in the ring with him to give the belt up because he's injured. And uh-huh. his son grabbed the belt and said, "No, this is our belt." No. And his son's like five. That's sweet. And he grabbed it and he's like, no, it's mine. And I'm like, it's killing me. Stop. <laughs> like in the videos on Twitter. And I'm just like, oh my God. And people are just like, it's the saddest thing in the world. And he's just like, I, I don't want to give it up. And I'm like, oh. But anyway, um, yeah, everything's just really sad and depressing lately. Uh... It's not been a good week. It has not. Saturday was like the best day and then everything else went to shit. Major shit. Literally, the um, also the report is that WWE were pretty sure that Jay White was going to sign as of Friday. Huh. Vince, you stupid motherfucker. How do you fuck this up? How? Like, that's literally what I've been asking myself this entire time. How do you fuck this up? How? Like, how do you fuck up Vincent and Dutch? I I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Everything sucks. Also, I found out that um, the Drag Race finale was in L.A. the same day as WrestleMania weekend. So we oh. could have gone to the Drag Race finale, too. Oh, boy. Oh! <laughs> I'm really sad, guys. I was, like, all having FOMO because everyone's having a good time. And now everybody's miserable and I'm miserable, too. Also, hashtag fire events. Because we're putting it in this episode title. So hashtag fire Vince. Oh boy. Hey at least I didn't say hashtag Vince needs to be six feet under. That's true. Yeah. He'd just be fired. He'd have a lot of money if he got fired. That might be the best thing for him. He got that severance package. (laughs) Just saying. He'd have a severance package. Be a good time. Good time to be had by all. Because right now I'm like worried about everybody's storylines. And if I really even want to watch wrestling. Without a DVR. For the next. Whenever. Till Vince croaks. Or gets fired. Uh-huh. So yeah. That's where I'm at. Where are you at? Because we're both very pretty disillusioned by this. I don't know. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. I'm just. I'm not panicking. Yet so. You are panicking um, less than I am. I am panicking a lot more. 
I don't know. I'm just kind of... We'll see. Chelsea Green is back in the emergency room. Oh, no. Um, She had a distended gallbladder. She can't catch a break. She can't. Poor girl. Jeez. She thought she she thought she was just hung over really bad. And uh, apparently not. <laughs> apparently it was a distended gallbladder. Now, you know what that means? Now I have a new fear anytime we drink a lot. Your <laughs> gallbladder is going to do that. Yeah. Be like, oh, no. I still, okay, this is totally off topic, but I don't care. Um, I still have, like, a fear that my gallbladder is going to, like, erupt. And I don't know why. Oh, boy. What? That's odd. That's odd I know. fear. It's very, it's very strange. But I'm always, because, like, I have, like, pain in my sternum. And I'm always like, oh, my God, it's my gallbladder. I'm going to die. Oh my Never God. my gallbladder, but I'm always like, ooh. Um, but let's talk about one other very sad thing while we're here. During Mark Briscoe's match, he crawled over the corner and reached his hand out like he was trying to tag somebody. No. And nobody was there, obviously. And then he just kind of looked at the corner like, it was so, girl, I saw the gif of it. I was like, this man's trying to kill me. I'm going to cry. Oh my god. Like he just crawls to the corner with his hand out and I'm like That's sad. And you're gonna make that man lose. Yeah. Tony Khan. You're a fucking piece of shit. That's what you are. You're a fucking piece of shit. Also, um, if anybody wants to watch something positive, please watch the end speech of Effie's big gay brunch because it was very nice. And he talked about how uh, trans lives matter. It was great. It was a great story. I teared up a little bit on that, too. I teared up a lot, let me tell you. <laughs> and uh, ELP wore his uh, Protect Trans Life shirt, too. And I was like, I need that shirt for one. And two, that's great. Things are a mess, so, you know. That is true. The world yeah. is a mess. The world is a mess. Um. I've and everybody's like, but you can watch AEW, and I'm like, I have something else to watch on Wednesday, so no, because it's Vanderpump Rules, baby. <laughs> it's the scandal of it all. Oh my god! Oh my god! You have to start watching it. I swear. I need somebody to talk to about this. I don't know. I can barely. I can barely focus on any TV anymore. Honestly, this is like trashy drama, though. We love trashy drama. We do. We do. Uh, yeah. And plus, um, Lala Kent reminds me. My mom even said it reminds Lala reminds her of you. Well, you know what I mean. Because um, Lala, like, broke up with her longtime boyfriend. And she's like, I haven't had an orgasm since 2016. And, like, the girl, like, went and found this guy. And he's, like, good looking. And she was like, you don't understand. It was great. I'm like, I love you so much. I love her. She's amazing. But yeah, guys, Vanderpump Rules. Everybody should watch it because the scandal is coming up and I need to talk about it. Uh, it's going to be a must. It's going to be a must watch. Also, say. we'll be talking about it on here because you know I won't be able to shut up about it. <laughs> and also, if you haven't realized, guys, I have short hair now. So. Did you post a picture of it? I did. I posted on Twitter. Oh, okay. I did. 
It's very cute. It's cute. It's already longer. Yeah, my hair grows fast too. I know. The lady, the lady who cut my hair was like, "It's not gonna grow that fast." I'm like, mm, "You don't know my hair, honey." <laughs> like I've cut it to this length, and it goes down to like, to like my boobs in like eight months. Huh. My hair. My mom says I have Rapunzel hair. It just like grows. It's already grown. Like it was originally here. It's probably grown like half an inch. Three. Oh wow. I know, quarter of an inch. Well, I cut it like two weeks ago. It's crazy, guys. Huh. <sighs> but anyway, I think that's the end of this episode. Yeah, I get ready for bed. Yeah. I'm going to watch Sex and the City again because it's kind of all I watch. <laughs> Other than Vanderpump. Yeah. And occasionally wrestling. So. And there you go with that. Anyway. If you're disillusioned, um, I I guess just wait it out. Wait it out. That's right. Let's, and this is what I've kind of told people, too, is I'm very cautious about it. But if SmackDown is back to the way it was, then maybe I'm right. And it was just Vince in town wanting to peacock himself because the company merged. That's true. If SmackDown is terribly wrong, then um, then we can maybe worry. That's when oh, I would boy. worry. If if you see SmackDown very disjointed and last minute changes and all that shit, then I would worry. But they've announced a lot of matches already, so I'm kind of I'm cautiously optimistic on that front because they've announced a lot of segments and a lot of matches already. So Vince would never do that. Remember, like we when we were covering Raw before, it would be literally like 20 minutes before Raw started. And we would be like, I don't know what's happening in this episode. Right. So but today they announced um, Rhea Ripley has a segment. Dominic and Damian Priest have a match against the guy you saw at the airport and Ray. Um. Sammy, Sammy and Jey Uso have a match. Uh, Brawling Brutes versus Imperium have a match. Oh, Escobar. Escobar says. And Hunter is starting off SmackDown. Huh. So They've sure? announced a decent amount. So part of me is wondering if he announced it because he's like, if I don't announce this, people are going to fucking freak out again. That's true. <laughs> so I feel like you know, maybe maybe this is a good sign that everything everything's okay. And I was maybe right that Vince is just being like, you know, you know how old men are. <laughs> They're crazy. But anyway, guys, uh, next week we'll discuss what we think is going on now. Because I feel like the next two episodes of Raw and SmackDown are going to be very interesting. It'd be a very, it'd be an indicator of what's happening. Um, but also, if if you're kind of disillusioned but still want to watch wrestling, NXT the past three weeks has been really good. Oh, really? Like, Tuesday's episode was like Raw After Mania vibes. It was huh. really good. Like, not a shitty Raw After Mania, but like, a decent one. Because there was the Braun Breaker turn, Cora Jade turned. It was pretty good. Sean, Sean Michaels. <laughs> Sean A. You are. 
he might be the only thing that people watch anymore. <laughs> uh, mainly man, because so. Vince doesn't give a shit about NXT. So it might work in our favor that Vince doesn't give a shit about NXT. That's a good point. Yes. So anyway, um, I would go back and watch NXT this week if you guys want to watch something good. I enjoyed it. I don't usually watch NXT and I needed something and it it delivered. I enjoyed it. Huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll next week we'll talk about where where we're at on this. If we're still disillusioned or if this week was just a very sick dream <laughs> and like everything they call okay. it a fever dream. Yes, mm-hmm. if this is just the fever dream or if we're okay and you know everything's fine and Hunter's back and it's gonna be alright or if things are terrible again (laughs) and um, we cry more so we'll see we'll see where this goes you know we we gotta give it some time guys we're gonna we're gonna see where this goes obviously if we've watched this long right we're probably not gonna stop no. But man, will we it's complain been about much it. worse. It's been much worse. But man, will we complain about it. <laughs> we'll definitely complain about it. Um, and also, I'm going to look at some more of the paperwork business-wise and see. Because, again, um, you know, I, I think there is an out. And I think maybe this could be one of those things where we just kind of have to write it out. And Vince, by the end of this year, won't be there. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I I don't. I'm not panicking yet. Now, if things things are terrible, then we might. But right now, we're okay. We're okay. Definitely still hashtag fire Vince. Fucking put pressure on them though, because this is funny. <laughs> seeing them scramble because they didn't think the fans were going to organize against it. So definitely keep the pressure on. Like, don't act. Yeah. Plus, I like to fuck with people, so it just works. But anyway, yeah, um, definitely keep the pressure on. But again, don't do anything rash. Don't burn your shirts. It's going to be all right. We're going to be okay. And if all else fails, I guess we're watching NXT and GCW. GCW is still good every week. <laughs> every pay-per-view they have is still good. So, And it's on Fight Plus and only like seven bucks. So, you know, give it that. Anyway, guys, until next week when who knows what we're watching. Bye. Bye.